0: Welcome to Keeping It Real with Shayna Recker, the podcast for network marketing girlfriends looking for unfiltered and authentic advice on how to navigate through building your business alongside the craziness of life. My guests and I keep it super real here for you guys. Zero fluff. So welcome to today's episode. Okay, before we jump into this awesome interview today, I wanted to share one of our listeners' reviews. So I love sharing these reviews. So this one is by Katie Bentz. And Katie says, love Shayna's podcast. They are educational, entertaining, and so valuable to me. I love that Shayna shares free content for her followers and is not pushy in selling her course. She offers it to add value to her customers. Thank you, girlfriend, for your fabulous, as always, content. Katie, thank you so much for that five-star review. I bet it so helpful for the listeners. And thank you so much for following us and subscribing to keeping it real with Shana Recker. We totally appreciate you. All right.
1: Hello, 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 Teresa. How are you? Hello. I'm awesome. Thank you so
0: much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here with me today too. And um, so welcome everybody to this podcast today. I'm excited because I'm interviewing one of my new friends that I met through our mastermind program that we were just in. Um, uh, It was an awesome program and Teresa and I, I think we're kind of like the same, but different, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I think we've realized we have so many, like we're a lot in common, our stories are a lot in common. And so I'm really excited to be able to share Teresa with you guys today. Um, She's a mom, a wife, um, she's busy, she's working multiple businesses. And um, one of those is her network marketing business. So I'm excited to be able to have her with us today and have her share her story in network marketing and some of her highs and lows and all the good stuff and her tips uh, to round out today's today's chat. So, welcome, Teresa. Thank you so much. Um, how about we start? I'd love to start by asking, um, you know, what life was like before you were introduced to network marketing. Because a lot of times when we are introduced to this business, it's because we're trying to solve something or, you know, change something or make something better in our lives when we are, you know, open to the idea of joining. A network marketing business. We have a vision for it. So for you, what was that? Like what was your life like before you joined network marketing?
1: Yeah, so I like to I like to tell people like my story started before I was even born because I I feel like everything that has led up to this point was because of what happened with my parents. And so they were among the last refugees who were on like the last hot helicopters to leave Vietnam during the fall of Saigon during the uh-huh. Vietnam War. And um and I, you know, end up being my like the first child, first generation um, born in the U.S. And so at the time, you know, I thought I was living the American dream. You know, like I I had a beautiful job, um, a home. I was married, two kids. We were all in great health, but it was like... The American dream was working 60 hour work week, sacrificing time away from my family, the most important people in my life. And, but I thought that was normal. You know, I thought that that's because that's how I, that's how I was raised. My yeah. parents worked, um, they had two businesses on top of their full-time jobs. Um, my mom worked nights. So it was like, she would work during the day at the restaurant, sleep a couple hours in the closet oh my and gosh. Then, yeah, and then wake up and drive to work. Work the night shift, and then it, this cycle would start over, and I would see that every single day. So for me, that was a that was living the American dream. You just had to work your butt off, yeah. but you still got things that you wanted, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, it, you know, I I never had that time with my family. Like that's the time that we lost. Mm. Um, so you, there was so much sacrifice. Mm. Um, and one night, I came home to some baby clothes boxed up for donation. And he pulled out like this blue velvet onesie. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and I just smelled it because I love smelling my my yeah. kids' clothes. And, and then I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I, at, at that point, my kids were, I think, um, four and six. Yes. About four and six. And yes. so it was like a movie reel on fast forward, like all these things like that I've missed. And um, so then I was like, I, there's got to be more to this. Um, but I wasn't open to doing anything else. This, um, I forgot to tell you, I'm, I'm a nurse by background. So that's what I did. And that's all I knew. And, and that's all I wanted to do. You Mm -hmm. know, at at least that's what I thought I wanted to do. Yes. And, um, my friend approached me, you know, about network marketing and, um, I had a very skewed, uh, understanding of it. My dad did Amway back. 20 plus years ago. And yes. um, we were like, no, it's a scam. You, you know, dad, what are you doing? You know, you have to return all that stuff. Like you're never going to make money. They're just taking all your money. And so we, I just didn't understand the business model, but that's what I understood. Uh, that's what I knew. That's yeah. what I, you know, and your so exposure um, at that point. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was like, no, no, th- no, thanks. You know, like, I know what it's all about. <laughs> I, I get no it. Reason. Yeah, <laughs> I get what you're trying to scam me into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm busy enough. You know, yeah. <laughs> I cannot, I can't. And I don't want to either. But you know, if I, of course, just to be nice, I was like, if I think of anyone, I'll let you know, and that never came up. So, but then, you know, I was like that Facebook Book stalker, um, yes. just watching, but never commenting, just watching. I'm like, wow, like, look at all these awesome things she's doing. And, you know, she's just this normal girl from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And, it's like, uh, there was, she's my friend. I love her, but I realized that she didn't have any special magic or skills. It's things that she learned, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, I got more curious because I'm like this doesn't really look like a scam it actually looks pretty awesome and um, I waited for her to reach out to me again and then at that point I was open to hearing more and when she told me you know so then I shared with her like what I was going through and she was like Teresa you know you can have like such a better life if you if you just open yourself to another opportunity and, and she made me realize too like that you don't have to quote unquote, sacrifice, like yeah. the same type of sacrifice that my parents made in order to achieve the success that you want. And and everyone's definition of success is different too. And for me, success was just having more time with my family. Yeah, Like the money part was awesome, but um, it didn't matter at that point. I just wanted more time, you know, mm-hmm. because I know that we could still survive on the income that we had, but how do I make that time? Yeah. Um, and, and then I was like, what kind of business allows you to work part time and make money? You know, <laughs> like that's like a lot of money, right? Yeah. And, and I only knew this because I witnessed her journey. I yeah. witnessed her like leave her, um, her uh, nutrition business. Like she had her own business. So she closed it because she was making more income doing the network marketing um, business. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. So then, so then she made me see my dream. Like she made me see like what was possible and, and helped me to see that this was my vehicle to mm-hmm. get what I wanted. And so after I talked to her, I'm like, let me think about it. And then the next day I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, it's just like, just had this gut feeling of, I have no idea what I'm doing, but let's just do it. And I'll figure blind it out. Blind faith is what I call yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, we tend to overthink things and, yeah. um, every, every decision, every really good decision I've made in my life, it was through like the spontaneity and the, you know, yeah, what you call the blind faith. Right. And, um, so, so then I worked this business part time. Um, and in two years, we, we, we made enough, the income was substantial enough where I was able to retire my husband. So oh. that, and so that, like that has been huge because that was our sort of like, that's created the time, right? Yeah. So the 40 hours that he no longer has to work. And then it also allowed me to transition to a job where I don't have to bust my butt. I don't have to like work 60 hours a yeah. week. And it still um, provided us, um, the opportunity to create these memories with my kids. So what do, what do I mean by that? I, what that means is like, now I can go to like their school concerts. Now, um, if they have a party at, at their school, I can attend. Now it's like, now it's not like mom, you know, why do you have to work so much? Yeah. Or Mom, I really want you to come with like, you know, those alligator tears in their eyes. There's no more of that. And granted, um, I like to call myself a multi-passionate entrepreneur, right? Like I just like so many things on my plate. But the thing is like, you don't have to leave your job if you love it. Mm -hmm. But if your job isn't giving you the financial flexibility to achieve those dreams and goals that you have always wanted in your life, Mm -hmm. then, um, then maybe there's, you know, maybe you should open yourself to, um, to adding something else that would, um, how do you say that? You just have to sacrifice a season of yes. your life, right? Short-term and, gain, long-term gain. Is yeah, like, and I hate to use that word sacrifice, but I'm yeah. not sure how else to say it. Yeah. Just a little, yeah, just, just a part of your life to mm-hmm. get let, that amazing experience that, that yeah. you dreamed about. So, um, so, yeah, so that's my story, and that's where we are today. Like, I'm, I get to travel the world of my family, you know? I, I still work, it. Yeah, and I still work full-time. Yeah, I run my network marketing business and then, you know, I'm an online coach too. So it's doable. So when people say they're busy, it's not, it's yeah. not that they're busy. It's about priorities. It's about what, what is it that you want to do? What is it? How is it that you want to live? what fulfills you, you know, yeah.
0: and it's yeah. about working, not necessarily working harder. It's about working smarter, right? So yes, you may have to give up things short term while you're building your network marketing business and working full-time and doing that, but you're being smart about it. You're giving up that season so that you can have more time because you can create more time by, you know, going part-time in your full-time or leaving it completely or having more choice to decide you mm-hmm. know, what you want to do because you right. take the time of that season to build your business, right? Right. Right. It's not always easy and it's not always perfect. But when you, when you get there, you get to that place where you can retire your husband or make that choice. You look back and go, wow, you know, it was so worth it, you know, mm-hmm. just to give up that short term. There's yeah. a few things that you said in there that I think are amazing tips for people who are working their business. Um, number one is that you never just ask once. And when someone says no, you just leave it. Like you are a prime example of that, right? So she yeah. asked you, you are a hard no. Like you were like, I know the scam you're telling me about, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not playing this game. Yeah. And then yet you turned around and watched. And I always call that you planted the seed, right? Like mm-hmm. she planted a seed in you and then you turn around and you watched her and she watered your seed basically by showing the lifestyle through social media. Yeah. And that's a thing that's a big mistake. I think a lot of times people make is they hear that no, and then they're so afraid to go mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. and here you were waiting for her to come back to you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So getting through, I
1: was the- too proud. I was too proud proud to ask her.
0: (laughs) Right? Like, and that's what happens. Like, we don't know how many people that we've asked that have said no that we've never gone back to because we were too scared and yet they were sitting waiting, right? Like, so absolutely number one. Um, So asking again and reaching out again. Um, And then the other thing is, is that she, when you said, um, she she transferred her vision like onto you, like you could be living this better life. You could be sharing, like she shared her vision of what she saw for you. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we can get caught into the compensation plan and the numbers and the this and the that and the product and the ingredients and all that kind of thing when when you're sharing the business, you know, implanting the vision that you see for somebody and sharing the what could be. Like right. Don't like, that's probably, would you say that that's what brought you in more than
1: anything? Oh yeah, absolutely. It was like the feeling, right? The feeling that I could do this and this could happen. It was just versus like, I'm never going to be able to do this, you know, mm-hmm. or I don't know how to do this or, you know, yeah. all those things that we tell ourselves we can't do, we shouldn't do, we, yeah. we won't do because we're, you know, not experienced enough, not good enough, not whatever, you Yeah. Know?
0: Yeah. And like, Oh, well, you know, I'm not like if, you know, some people who are looking at like a makeup business, for instance, and they're like, well, I don't know anything about makeup. It's like, you'll mm-hmm. we'll figure that part out. It's right. the vision and capturing the vision of what it is that's possible with this business. And you can figure the rest of the stuff out. Right. Absolutely. So when you, um, so let's just say you, so now you're in the business, you've started learning um, how to do the business. You know, what was your, what was your first biggest obstacle that you ran into in your business? And then how did you overcome that? Would you say? Because you've been doing this for how long now? It's been
1: Oh man, almost five years. Yeah. So you probably had a few obstacles, eh? Oh my <laughs> just gosh. A few. We all do. Well When we... I first started out, I would say um, my first obstacle is like I had no idea what to say. Like what do you say, right? Huh. And um, and and my friend, she she never really directed me. She was just like, You just I mean, I, I hate to say it. I, I did everything wrong the first time. Let's just yeah. say that. No, dear, yeah. I sent people like paragraphs of stuff, paragraphs. <laughs> and and some, it's funny because sometimes they'll respond like, I had someone respond to me like five years later, literally like three months ago. <laughs> and the last message I sent them was like this spammy message. But <laughs> yeah. for some reason, you know, like you said, it planted the seed, even though it was kind of not the best way, you know, to approach someone it planted the seed and he ended up like ordering from me.
0: Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Five
1: years later. But yeah, um, that's, I would say that was the biggest challenges. Like just being uh, overthinking what to say, you know, like I felt like everything had to be perfect. They have to know about like who these people are, like who the founders are. And, you know, they have to know like um, what type of products they are. Like I had like literally three. Yes. Yes, like three paragraphs of just stuff. And, um, and uh, so that was my biggest challenge, just trying to figure out how to, when they say reach out to people, like, how do you do that? And yeah. I did it my own way, um, but I found out it w- wasn't the best way. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, just through learning and failing and learning, yes. um, I just realized, you know, the best way is to just actually care about who they are. Yes, and 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 talk to them, and not necessarily have. I mean, obviously, you want to grow your business, right? But if you're going to approach that person, wanting them to buy the product or wanting them to um, join your team, they're going to feel that energy. They're going to feel that desperation. Yes. So it it might not always be the fastest um, strategy, Mm -hmm. but you know, just. Coming from a place of service and wanting to get to know that person better, um, is probably what I should have done at first. Um because I'm sure I turned off a lot of people with the three paragraph message. Um.
0: <laughs> but like you say, that's how we learn, right? Like I, I look at my first year and I think, Oh my god, all the things that I did that I was like, I can't even believe I said that to her, you know. But then you look back at that and go, I'll never do that again. Or I've learned from that and now I know now I know better. Now I can teach better. Right. Yeah. I love that whole fail, fail, fail often, you know, fail forward, fail often. Cause that's how fail fast, fail forward, fail often. I think it is or something like that. And that's, that's how we learn. That's how we grow. Right. Yeah. And it, it's not really failure. I don't even like using the word failure because like you said, it's a lesson. It's more a lesson than it is a failure. So it's only a failure if you don't learn from it and you keep doing it and you get results. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So then what would you say, um, when you look at your, at your business, you know, what was one of those moments that, you know, when you got there, it was just like all of the trials and tribulations and the people that have quit and the three paragraph messages that nobody answered and all the sacrifices that you did when you look, that moment came and you looked back and you were like, wow, it was all, this has all been so worth it. It was one of those highlight reel moments in Mm. your journey so far.
1: I think, I think the, the first time I ever felt that way was when, um, my husband and I went on a vacation to Thailand and, um, and really, truly understanding the power of residual and passive income. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't work like I didn't work at all. Um, during, I would say was, t- I think it was 10 days, mm-hmm. um, the 10 days that we were in Thailand. And um, and then, you know, it, was, it wasn't it was quite end of month before I got home, but I was looking at, um, you know, the back end, the, yeah. my numbers, and I was like, holy crap, like, where did these customers come from? You know, and then I also had, and this doesn't ha- happen very often, but this yeah. was, was sort of like my wow thing, was like, somebody signed up. And like, it was somebody, you know, who I planted the seed. It'd been a couple months of sort of back and forth, but she really was on the fence and she just like signed up while I was in Thailand. and didn't say anything to me. So that was sort of the moment where I was like, holy crap, you know, like this is freaking amazing. I was just in Thailand. I didn't have to do anything. Like I wasn't, you know, I would, I would, um, like send messages to my team, but not like, you know, how's it going? You know, what are your numbers? Not like, not like that sort of thing. It was more just, isn't this amazing? You know, Oh my gosh, I miss you guys. Like almost as if I was, I mean, they're my friends. So it was just yeah. like the only type of communication was just like texting my friends. It wasn't yeah. asking about business kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And so that's, that's what was the sort of eye opening moment for me yeah. was, um, all that work that led up to this trip. Cause we never went on trips. We, no. um, we, again, it was sort of like that scarcity mindset. We had the money, but it was like, you had to save yeah. you to your money. You have to save it. And so we never went on trips and um, we just, I was just like, that's it. You know, I'm not going to live my life. Like just freaking saving my money till I'm 70 years old. And then what travel then, <laughs> you know, you know be in a wheelchair or yeah. like, you know, using a cane, like I won't be able to enjoy it as I could now as a younger person. Yes. Yeah. And um and so just yes, I just it's so powerful. It is so powerful what you can do on a part time basis with um network marketing.
0: Yeah. And the power of that residual income. And that's why, you know, I hate when I see people give up in this business, like they always say, they gave up before paid it. You know, it's like you've planted some seeds, you've done some work, but you haven't seen the results quite yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like the I see too many people quit at that, that space. And it's sad because that's like the seeds are just starting to grow. You just can't see the sprouts yet, you know? And it's like, it's in a moment like that when you're away and you come back and you see there's, there's been business that's happened while you're gone and you didn't have anything to do. With with it, that mm-hmm. that's those seeds starting to like really sprout out of the ground. And you're just like, right. okay, now I see it. Now I get it. Now I understand yeah. it. Yeah. Like they always say, there's a saying out there that says like, when you understand residual income, you, you smash through a brick wall to get it kind of thing, because it's mm-hmm. that power of leverage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and so we just have to keep going you know, to be able to experience that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you are a, a super busy mom. Um, and you are also working full time and you have your network marketing business and as well as you have a coaching business. So one of the questions I get a lot in my uh, Facebook group for my girlfriend's guide followers is they want to know, like, how do you stay organized in a day? Cause I think that's one of the things that people struggle with a lot is, you know, they are working multiple things. They have children and all that, all that stuff going on. And yet they still need to find those pockets of time to do their business. Yeah. So what would you say, like, how, what would, what would, your typical kind of work day look like and where did you fit in your network marketing? How did you stay organized in that realm? What would be some tips you have around that?
1: Yeah, it was crazy in the beginning. I, there was no balance. <laughs> I mean, there's never really true balance. Right? Yeah. I don't believe in balance really either. Yeah. But I mean, it was crazy. Like I, I don't even, I don't even remember how I did in the beginning. Now it's a little, it, it's not as bad, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, but it it takes a lot of discipline. Yes. Discipline. I have to say, you have to be so disciplined even when you're freaking tired. Yeah. So I have to do things in the morning. Um, because you know, during the day I'm at work Mm -hmm. and I can squeeze something in, um, during my noon hour, but that's just an hour. And, um, it's hard to, let me back up a little bit. Um, I think people get overwhelmed with all of the tasks and things that they need to get done. Right? So true. Um, and what I learned this past year was that I have to start hiring out people to do stuff for me. And it doesn't have to be hundreds of dollars. Like I have a virtual assistant that I send you know, I send her tasks like, um, managing my pay, my customer accounts. Like she does that for $5 a month. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So you can find people to help you. It's the, it's the part that you don't want to let go of. Like you have to learn to let go of things. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's what it is. Um, but I do wake up like an hour and a half earlier, um, than my kids do. So it'll be like five in the morning. I'm up and, um, I I have like the three top things that I want to finish during that week. And sometimes I don't get to it ever because yeah. other things end up coming up, but I find that's like the easiest thing for me is not to have a list of like a hundred things, but just three things because you're never going to get through those other tasks. Just what are the three most important things that you need to complete that week and schedule that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brendan Bruchard, I don't know if you read that book, um, high performance habits. His I haven't read that one yet. It's, oh, on it's my really list. good. It's really good. good. So, um, there's just this one part where that, um, I've been using where it's like, he says to do 50 minutes of work. Um, and then 10 minutes of rest. So, I mean, that's only if you have like the the three-hour time frame. But even if you don't, he says anything beyond 50 minutes, it's like your brain is not going to function optimally. So you just do the 50 minutes of whatever you need to do and then take a break and then do whatever you need to do. Come back later, do another 50 minutes, and then do whatever you need to do the other 10 minutes. But your brain needs a break for 10 minutes after you've already focused on that one specific topic for the 50. And um, I felt like that has really helped because it gave me a structure. Mm-hmm. And, I need, and I'm the type of person that does need structure, even though I'm like all over the place. <laughs> like that's why I need the structure. Um, and so I felt like that has really helped me as well to just do the, you know, what are the three tasks that I needed to, to get done? And then schedule the three 50 minute time frames Um, when I get to yeah so you know you're gonna I will be honest with you I do have to sacrifice sleep time yeah it's because like I want to get stuff done you know and I can it's not always but I do a lot you know the weekends I'll sleep in but during the weekday I'm just really strict on getting up in the morning because I need that time. Yeah. It's
0: valuable time that time. Yeah. in the morning. I actually love that time in the morning. I know sometimes it's hard to get up, but once I'm out of bed and I have my coffee and I'm sitting on my couch and I've got my journal and my, all my stuff, it's so peaceful. It's actually so, um, inspi- it's an inspiring time of day. I find mm-hmm. like I, I'm mm-hmm. starting to rise. It's quiet mm-hmm. and I get some really good, thoughts going at that time of day. Cause my brain's yeah. clear. I try yeah. my best to be disciplined mm-hmm. with my phone. Sometimes that doesn't work, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, try and keep that off and don't
1: check it. Um, mm-hmm. and really use that time. Oh my gosh. Yes. I got to put my phone away. Otherwise. Yeah. yeah.
0: You know what? I just listened to a training. Um, and one of the the girls that was talking was talking about, she just turns her phone right off mm-hmm. when she doesn't want, and she just powers it down completely. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, that's even, because I have notifications turned off on my phone. Like I don't get any dings or bang. Like I don't get any red circles or anything like that. Cause I'm like squirrels, like where, like I, every time I see something, I'm like, wow, distracted. So, um, I was like, that's, that's even, that's even a step up. I need to get that. that, That's that's the next step of discipline is just turning the phone off completely Mm -hmm. during that 50 minutes or in the morning or whatever. And Mm -hmm. I truly like, like you, I I built this business with a young baby. Like I, you had to have dedicated income producing chunks of time and you just had to be on purpose in those chunks, like no yeah. scrolling, no nothing. It was like get your asks out, and yeah. then get off, and you can go back to doing what you needed to do. Right, right. Um, and just those small chunks, right? It doesn't have to be eight hours a day. And
1: no, but I hate it when people say it only takes fifteen minutes here and there. I'm like, no, you can't do anything <laughs> in fifteen minutes. But that, that's the thing, Shanna. I used to say that to people.
0: Yeah, the to chunks. Of time. To people, right? Well, and I, and I'll say you can do it in 15 minutes, but you have to be so laser focused and know exactly yeah. like those, you have to be so organized to do it yeah. in those 15 minutes. You're right. I think there's two sides to that, but absolutely 100%. And this is all about being authentic and real here. So you say it like it is sister. <laughs> we don't hold back here. Um, absolutely. Um, okay. So if you had to give, um, the listeners, you know, you've been in this for five years. So, you know, five years, some people think that's a long time. Some people think that's a short time. Um, you know, it, it, what would be your biggest tips? Um, let's just say, first of all, in leadership, because, at, you know, five years you've grown this residual income. Obviously you have a team of people. How, what would be one of your biggest tips on, you know, being the leader for those teams, that team, like how do you, um, keep everybody inspired yet moving forward and keep them going? Cause I know that's what a lot of people struggle with.
1: Yeah. I, I would say, um, treat them like they're, they're your best friends. Uh, uh-huh because I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I thought a leader had to be someone who tells people what to do. You know, like I had to create like this, I don't know. I was like creating this character that wasn't me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, like I was always checking and asking about their numbers, you know, are you going to be able to hit this this month? But it was always the end of month that I would check in with them. And every, at any other time, it would just be, yeah, I would post things, inspirational things mm. in our Facebook group, but it wasn't like really getting to know your people, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, but, but I'm very business minded too. So yeah. I couldn't imagine anybody wanting to build a relationship with me. All they just want to do is make money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, They're just here to make money. Yeah, um, And it was funny because um, I didn't understand why, people kept leaving and they were leaving because it wasn't fun. Uh Like, yeah, people want to make money, but they also want to have fun. Uh Like they want to enjoy what they're doing. Right. And it was just like, I was just like, kind of like this drill sergeant. Um, And uh, I didn't realize it at the time. And I had, I had talked with um, it was early on in my business. I, I talked to somebody, a coach about it and, and there and she was like well, what are you doing to have fun i'm like fun what are you talking about we're just trying to make money
0: <laughs> making money's fun <laughs>
1: <laughs> and yep. she's like no you don't understand not everybody's going to get into it wanting to make money like people get into it because they want to be part of a community they yeah. want to have fun they want to laugh they want to have like this online um, girlfriends club right yeah. like they want to be part of something and when you all you do is talk about money like I think that's what they're doing right now in their regular job yeah you know what I mean so that would be my number one thing is treat them like your best friends because ultimately they're gonna be yeah you know?
0: and because we travel together like you know yeah. we do lots of things together with our teams right yeah um, we do the conferences and stuff. Well, and what I wrote down when you're speaking there was culture, mm-hmm. and I think as leaders, um, you, like you said, it's it's not about being a manager and making sure everybody's doing their thing. It's right. about creating a culture within your team of you know lifting and rising others up and just working together at different mm-hmm. capacities. Because I know um, for for myself, when I was moving from you know that top when I was moving towards that top level of the compensation plan, it was about you know, my vision was about, not about me making that promotion, but our team doing that promotion and what it was going to mean for not just me, but for the team to be able to, you know, for me to get this promotion meant I was going to get coaching and training and I was like going to bring it back and share it with the, like the, the greater group and help bring them up. And it was about a culture of us moving together, mm-hmm. you know, in this. And, and, um, but I know Many a times, you know, I was in that place of going, like, okay, what's everybody doing? You know, are you getting your numbers this week? Like, let's go, you know, and it's in. And- like you said, not everybody's on the same page, you know? And so, um, as leaders, I think it's so true that we have to create the vision and the culture for the team and, um, and just loving people where they are, you know, like being like, that's what a best friend would do. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, just, just extending your hand and going, Hey, how can I help you? You know, with where you are, where, where do you want to be? And just helping them in that place. Right. Um, okay. So last question, I'm trying to think which one's the fast question to ask you because you have so many great things to share. Um, So what would you say, um, I I guess we could just kind of end it in this way. If you had to give the listeners, you know, your top, piece of advice for just continuing to keep striving in this business? Like, you know, just keep moving. Like if you just, you know, just whatever you want to say, that's like super powerful to inspire these people just to keep going in their business. What, what would you say? You know, not to put you on the spot or anything <laughs> to come up with something super inspirational, but right. I know you've got something cause I know you're a great coach and you are a mentor to a lot of women. Um, so what, what's something that you would, would offer extend to these, to the listeners?
1: So I would say that um, that you don't have to keep waiting to get the things that you want in your life. You know, we, we tend to think that when I make my first six-figure, you know, salary, my, my first six-figure check, yes. that's when I'm going to feel free. That's when I'm going to feel relief. That's when um, I'm going to feel joy. Yes. <laughs> but, and... And also, you don't you don't also want to be the person who settles, and you know says just be grateful for what you have, like on repeat. Like if you find yourself going through those motions and playing it safe all the time, and basically living a life that's not even really close to the one that you desire and and envisioned, yeah, the step is to make the decision that that's going to change, like mm-hmm. today right? Because you know in your heart what it is you really want, um, even though it doesn't really make sense sometimes. And even though you feel like um, unworthy of it, Yeah, you know what you really want. And you can't, none of that is wrong. Like don't make yourself wrong for wanting or feeling a certain way. But remember that anything is possible. And um, all the thoughts that you are telling yourself and are thinking is what is creating your current reality. reality. So, so, true. so yeah, and so your desires can become your reality, but it starts with knowing and basically admitting what it is that you really want.
0: Mm-hmm. And be mindful of your thoughts at all times. Like I'm yeah. always, you know, teaching that is, is your mindset, like 90% of this business is built in your mind, in mm-hmm. your head, mm-hmm. and the success is going to come from that. So, you know, just even being aware of the thoughts that you're having about yourself in your business, like your self talk. You know, it's like every time I talk to someone, I'm like when you're, when you start listening to how you talk to yourself, like you wouldn't talk like that to anybody, you know, but we're okay to say those things to ourselves, right? So mm-hmm. it's reprogramming those things in our minds. And that right. time, it takes practice, it takes, you know, it takes consistency of, of, of change, like the change and re- reprogramming those thoughts. And, mm-hmm. and, and it's so important. So, Absolutely. I love that. So, so you have your network marketing business and you do a coaching business. Tell us just a little bit about that um, before we wrap up. So what, can can you just share a little bit about what you offer?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my program is primarily around mindset, actually, just because, you know, that's, that's what I know. And that's as network marketers, there's, we, go through so many struggles when it comes to our negative thoughts and stories and things like oh, that. True. But yeah. It's, um, so I coach primarily uh, female entrepreneurs who have home-based businesses um, and want to break up their with their fear so that they can – basically turn their passions into profits
0: and move it forward. I love that. That's amazing. So where can we find you?
1: Oh, my website. Um, you can find me, um, more, time, more you.com or like online, you know, on Instagram and Facebook, it's the same thing. More time, more you
0: more time, more you. I love it. And we'll put that in the show notes for sure. So awesome. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for your time. My pleasure. Thank you so So much to hear your story and your tips and advice. And I know the girlfriends out there listening to this also appreciate it and probably took tons of notes. Um, So thank you so much. I look forward to um, seeing you soon and chatting with you again soon. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed Teresa today and got lots of great information from her. She's beautiful. You should see she's got the cutest little little dimples on her face that I've been getting to stare at the whole time. It's so cute. I love it. So check her out online, check her out on Facebook, Instagram, and thank you so much for, um, for joining me here today.
1: Thanks, Shanna. This episode of keeping
0: it real with Shana Wrecker was brought to you by my online course going all in a self-paced course for network marketing girlfriends ready to step past their fears and get results with 10 video modules outlining everything I've learned about what it takes to get to the top. Grab the first chapter free at ShanaRecker.com. Love the this episode of keeping it real, I'd be super grateful if you can head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. I truly appreciate your reviews and I feature them on upcoming podcasts. Okay, girlfriends, that's it for now. Until next time, keep on keeping on.